0: Today's episode is brought to you by Paper Street Soap Company. Now they make candles.
1: Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk.
0: An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. go, go. <laughs> uh, the I just had to
2: through the scraggly woods. He had no fan.
0: Roar. Sabrina, don't just stare at it, eat it. The new theatrical releases always get priority.
1: But we also review older horror movies, both good and
0: horrible.
3: Wow, that didn't sound
0: good. Hello, and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bruce Henson, who holds a Ph.D. in spookology. Sup. And me, Prof. David DeArino, the foremost expert in scare. No-no's. You guys, today we have quite an interesting show for you, partly because we had the patrons pick this one, and it is... On par for a patron pick, which is annoying to me, but (laughs) probably something that everybody wants. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Also notable in today's episode, we have Max from Screaming Cinema Podcast. Say hello, Max. Introduce yourself.
3: Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Max uh, from Screaming Cinema Podcast. Uh, Excited to be on today. Been listening to you guys for a little while. Always enjoy uh, a fellow horror podcast. I don't know about you, but uh, in my spare time, I, I just love listening to them and just listening to stuff about movies. So excited to be on the show today.
0: Heck yeah, man. Where can, uh, g- where can people find you on social media?
3: Yep, uh, we have a, a link for our uh, show at Scream Cinema Pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And then I have my personal account at Screaming Cinema. So both of those spots are uh, great to find us. And we're on all of the... Uh, Uh, podcast apps if you just search Screaming Cinema Podcast.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today, Max. We appreciate you. Um, Y'all go ahead and check Max out, but not before you you listen to this review of The House of Wax from 2005, starring, that's right, Paris Hilton. (laughs) Most notably. And no one else. And no one else. (laughs) Um... So, a uh, cool thing that you may not know about the show before we get into the review is we have the very best community of people you've ever met in your entire life. And I can prove that if you hop onto Facebook and join our Facebook group. you know, go ahead and like the page as well. Um, we do have the website, com, And from there, you can find all of our links to all the bullshit. Uh, we have... Uh, we're going to be watching tonight. We're going to be watching. It looks like army of the dead on Netflix in a second Saturday watch party. So if you're not familiar, we watch movies with all you, y'all are invited to join. And, uh, and this month they chose army of the dead. So that's what we're going to do. Um, I am, I swear to God, I'm i I'm a fan of horror movies. I, mm. I swear to God, uh, um you guys go ahead and follow us on social media we post new episodes every single wednesday so make sure to subscribe to us and leave us a rating on apple Podcasts because that's helps us. please a whole bunch. please
1: leave us a rating on apple Podcasts. we've gotten
0: i mean not great reviews lately fair
1: criticisms a fair
0: criticisms yeah. criticisms with, that we've gotten before i'm actually going to take this one to heart though oh really oh yeah i think yeah this time yeah i think so i mean it's a fair criticism and it's if you, repeated- if you leave
3: a review it has to be 5 stars so
0: Yeah exactly well I would like that <laughs> apparently other people don't play by that rule um, if you'd like to get a hold of the show, you can do so by calling us at 682-253-4468. Or if you'd like to exchange some bodily fluids, you can call us at 252-228-4628. That gets you through to the bodily fluids exchange, which will be, will be planned. Pu- it's, it's a mystery to all of us. <laughs> um, we got a great show for you today. As I said, we'll be reviewing House of Wax from 2005. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1, bad, 10, good. Five, totally average and later in this episode we will be doing a new game that i've uh i've come up with which is it's not really a game it's i guess i guess it's a bit but it's uh it's called bad reviews for good movies oh and uh and today finally today we'll be um we'll be reading bad reviews for the movie jaws which apropos bryce is wearing a jaws t-shirt right now So we're going to be reading some bad user reviews for Jaws. So as I said, we watched House of Wax uh, starring Alicia Cuthbert, Paris Hilton, and Robert Richard from Cousin Skeeter, most notably, uh, if you remember that. (laughs) How did you say his name? Richard, it's R-I-apostrophe-chard. Really? It's right there. I thought it was just Robert Richard. Maybe it is. I thought you were just... I don't know. I'm I'm reading it as I imagine it is intended to be. I thought you were retired. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we watched it and were treated to a fairly decent bit of gore porn. This was our Patreon pick. So, like I said, if you ever get the idea to recommend or, or that we review a movie, go ahead and head on over to our Patreon and see all the goodies we offer to our most loyal fans. Without any further ado, let's get into the trailer. <laughs> guys gonna do it today or what stop the hell is
2: that what does he want can we help you well, maybe we're on his property i'm mean, gonna turn your lights off that guy was a freak so
3: let's get out of here all right let's go come
2: on he's gone Is anybody no nobody Hello? I don't think anyone's here. Hey, where's that house of wax? It is wax.
0: Literally. This is weird.
2: Looks like a hell of a party. Look how detailed this is. Tell me this doesn't look real. (laughs) You're saying that that's a real person underneath? They're all wax! Everyone! You gotta be careful. I am being careful.
0: realize that if you take the W and wax and turn it upside down, it's Max.
3: Yeah, House of Max. I like it.
0: House of Max can be uh, watched right now for free on Tubby TV. Uh, but you gotta sit through the longest goddamn commercials ever. Uh So, you know, consider renting it, I guess. But at least you don't pay for House of Wax. I,
1: I, did. I think that increased my enjoyment. If I paid for this to rent it, I might have been a little more bitter about
0: having to watch it. But uh, yeah, that's probably fair. I I got to tell you though, commercials are unbearable to me now. Unbearable. Oh, I
1: don't know. I I enjoyed the breaks. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can turn off for a second. I can't
0: imagine this being over 2 hours in length with commercials included. Right. I mean, yeah, is- it's i um, it is what it is. It is, what it is. Uh, House of Wax is based on a pretty simple premise. Uh, so here's the synopsis: It's a loose remake of the 1953 film of the same name, which is literally as old as my mother. Hmm. So you know, if uh, if you head on over to the to our uh, to our RSS feed, our podcast feed, you can listen to my mom on the Bad Seed review, and you'll you'll hear a voice that's as old as the movie this was based on. <laughs> There's a stretch. Okay. Uh, a group of fun-loving but angsty teens find themselves stranded in the woods near a strange, small community which seems to center itself around a wax or a max museum. As the teens split up and try, and try to find help in this sleepy community, everyone seems to realize that the inhabitants aren't as lively as they once thought. And in the end, everyone gets more wax than they bargained for. <laughs>
1: My review of, It's so it's so half-hearted now. It's I don't care anymore. Like all. it
0: doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it's just a thing that I say. You just can't yeah, yeah. you you're not selling it. That's that is me selling it. Oh, okay. My review uh for this movie is The House of Wax is directed by Jean Serra, <laughs> who also directed Orphan, The Shallows, and uh is in the middle of directing the upcoming Black Adam movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, I really like have either of you guys seen in the in the shallows or orphan. No, uh, I've seen
3: in the shallows before or shallows.
0: I went and watch Sa- shallows in the movie theater. It was spectacular. It was a really fun, not spectacular, but I, I mean, it, it was a real fun time.
3: Well, I mean, for shark movies, you don't have a lot of great ones to go on. There's thousands of horrible ones and maybe a handful of ones that are watchable. So it definitely falls in the watchable category. That is the damn truth right there. <laughs> Man, I don't know what the
0: fuck it is about sharks and just these spinoffs, this total garbage movies like Sharks. Attack or- of the Two-Headed Shark. Sharknado versus Godzilla. Ugh, God. House of Wax was his directorial debut and is pretty good, all things considered. This effort is clearly inspired by early 2000s exploitational gore slash slashers like Saw and Wrong Turn. Uh, it was very very wrong turnish. It was very they, wrong. They they
1: literally took a wrong turn. They
0: l- yes, they took a wrong turn and then their car stopped. And then and then hey look a squirrel. Uh-huh. I called it. Um, throwing Paris Hilton into the mix gave this movie a huge amount of momentum at the time because just like candle wax
2: That's hot. That's hot.
0: That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. So this is this is the thing
1: That's the only thing that anyone ever talks about about this movie. That's the only thing I even knew about Half the Wax was that they kill Paris Hilton in it. Everyone loves seeing Paris Hilton die. It's like, that's... I almost feel sorry for like... Oh, dude! she did a great job in this movie.
0: She's dude, not like it was a total wasted fucking they never she never got to say that's hot. She's in a movie about wax and you're <laughs> never gonna let her say that's hot that's that's nuts
1: yeah, that's pretty crazy
0: that's hot is what it is but but you know also if you guys haven't seen the I think it's a hulu documentary on uh Paris's whole um you know, yeah, her whole deal r- yeah. r- rise to fame. It is, it's touching. Like yeah, it's interesting. You've seen it. Yeah. And I think it's all, it was on Netflix, right? Uh, Oh, maybe it is on Netflix. I'm not sure. Did you see it, Max?
3: No, no, I haven't seen it. I mean, obviously you know, growing up in the, in the 2000s, all of her, you know, kind of stuff, but not behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. Her and what is it? Nicole Richie. Uh huh. Yeah. Her and Nicole Richie took, took the world by, and she's doing really well now. Like she's a, Big DJ. She's she's I mean, she promotes tons of brands. She's getting fucking paid like crazy. That's one of the things
1: like with with these um, rich socialites that are mostly famous because they were in a sex tape like early on the way for the Kardashians. Yeah. I mean, she's like the original Kardashian. But then it's like to maintain some kind of public persona for such a length of time. Yeah. And monetize it off of an invasion of your privacy and maybe not, Ugh. maybe intentional on Kim's part. Um, th- I mean, it's unden- undeniable. Like they
0: have talent in at least business, you know, not only that, I mean, she didn't go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she didn't lose herself to, to alcohol or drugs or, or, or something. Um, right.
1: I think the main point from that documentary was like, I was like, I, I, how old was she when when that, like, sex tape came out? She was like Not a teenager, basically. Yeah. And she's like, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like, uh, how, how would you like it if you were judged by stuff you did when you're, like, young
0: and yeah. dumb? Well... Fortunately, that's – or maybe unfortunately, that's not something I have to deal with. Um, Unfortunately for House of Wax, uh, House of Max, uh, it has a seemingly unlimited supply of rope to hang itself with. There is a tremendous amount of extraneous details that force us to wade through this 113-minute slog with no real rhyme or reason behind their inclusion. Uh, backstory and character development that doesn't seem to matter. Character inclusion that is wholly unnecessary. Even chase sequences that are kind of out of nowhere. Uh, if the movie were a bit tighter, I would be pretty impressed with it, especially after considering the ending payout, which is impressive to say the least. I really enjoyed the end of this movie a lot. Um, I was... Shocked by by how high quality the end of this movie was. Ultimately, House of Wax was a pretty fun movie that kind of shot itself in the foot with the inclusion of a bunch of extra baloney. Um, even so, the ending kind of makes it worth it all. What did you What did uh, you think, Bryce? Um,
1: I, I think I'm gonna end up giving the same score as you, but like I'm I'm a little less harsh on it. I think it was fine. It was. Sure, there were some extraneous characters, but I liked how they paced it out where it wasn't just a group of teenagers go into town and get picked off one by one. Mm. It was like there was reasons for them being separated and there was like yes. different groups of people that were <laughs> like eventually made their way into danger.
0: But by that same f- frame of logic, there's a bunch of inclusion that has no reason. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, I mean th- that's true. I mean you could you could definitely pare this movie down. Um but the, I I feel like some of the choices they made were interesting and some of the like there was like a red herring or two of like oh well obviously that person is that. Yeah. And it's ends up not being true and then kind of having a weird <laughs>
0: pay off at the end. But I really felt like I was going to be able to call what you're talking about. Right. I was like, "Oh, well that's the guy that's going to save them." Right. It didn't end up being being so. And then for, for whatever, yeah, the the twist at the end was just like, okay. Um yeah. w- what did you think about it, Max?
3: Uh I'm torn on it. I feel like I like watching it because it's kind of corny and and bad. It's of its time. The cell phone, so two thousands. He's like <laughs> in his Escalade on the GPS, tapping uh-huh. through everything. There's oh, the...
1: sorry, honey. I was just playing with my GPS.
3: On so like exactly trying to find a, a shortcut, um, which, like you said, took the wrong turn. Wrong turn is like literally the best comparison for this because all the characters aren't just there to be killed. they like you said, they give them a backstory, you know, about everyone, you know, Chad, Michael Murray's the, the badass that no one wants there and kind of gets them into some of the trouble. And you, you get that like amount of character development a little bit on it, whether you want it or not. Um, but I do like watching it. It's getting a cool physical media release from a scream factory. So if you want to pay $30 for it, instead of, um, have it for free, you know, this summer it's coming out there, which will be an interesting one. Um, it's kind of funny your uh, your listeners chose it because I feel like people really like this movie or really want people to watch this movie. Yeah, I don't know what about it it is. I think, like I said, it's a mix of it being decent in the end and having yeah. some cool gore. Um, it's better than you know some of those uh, sequels to like Hostel or, or Saw if you want to get some of the gore porn. But um, I, I'm probably close to you guys. I'd six six and a half probably for me.
0: Yeah, it's I'm a six out of ten. What are you? Yeah, guys? I'm six. Yeah, this is. Just a little bit better than average. I mean, there's definitely a lot of parts that work really well. I think it was just way too long for me. Um, way too long and, you know, a bunch of extraneous baloney. But yeah, uh, shout out to all you collectors of physical media. I know you're out there and I know you're fucking listening. And holy shit, you people are bonkers. Share your, share your, uh, your, what do you call it? collection with us on yeah, Facebook or Instagram? Or David
1: something. has been beyond physical media for
0: more than a decade. Yeah. Well, more than a decade.
1: Like
3: I, I'm still holding on to all my DVDs, but Max, do you collect? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm, um, I started doing it for a while and then luckily I've been able to get a ton of stuff for free now for review. So I don't Ooh. have to, uh, Ooh. I don't have to pay for it all. So that makes it a lot better. So, um... how did you, um, <laughs>
1: how did you work that out?
3: Well, I mean, for our listeners. So, I mean, our listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for listeners, just, um, you know, if you're, if you're in sales or have that kind of background, you just have to creep. You gotta, you know, Google email templates and how, Mm. how they work. You gotta go on LinkedIn to find, uh, bother um, the people ma- to the bother managers <laughs> yeah. send, send emails try to build uh, build a case for for a reason that that you would do it cuz obviously I'm not a not a real film critic on our podcast we have a couple people who um write for write for newspapers and do like rotten tomatoes and stuff and, and I'm not to that level but I just you know what
0: does that mean made, not it, a it real more, so if you if you criticize movies and you have a podcast guess what I'm, brother there you're you a go. real critic. <laughs> I'm
3: not. I'm not. I'm not a professional. I'm not paid for it. I, <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I love it, man. I, I collect a lot. Um, there's some stuff I don't get into, but I have a decent collection, and I like having physical media still. Um, but I can see the the draw on the opposite side where I can watch it for free, and it doesn't take up space in my house. If you're not big on the the artwork or or that kind of stuff, it makes sense to to stay digital.
1: Yeah. If you're going to buy physical media, please. Uh, let me tell you to go to HorrorMovieTalk.com and click on the the Amazon button in the banner because then we'll get a little,
0: a little taste, of, taste that. of that. Yeah, so it sounds like we're all kind of copacetic here. We all enjoyed it, too, about the, t- the tune of a six, which is uh, more than a lot of movies that yeah. we review uh, can say for themselves. Uh, hey, guys, if you'd like to support uh, this movie review podcast, you can head on over to nightchannels.com. Dot com and from there you can find yourself a ton of niche niche shirts and sweatshirts um, of all kinds of different uh, horror movies uh, TV shows bands all a bunch of very niche stuff with a bunch of designs I guarantee you've never seen before and our challenge that seems to uh, that seems to resonate well is just hop on the website. Just go to nightchannels.com. Mm-hmm. I dare you to walk away from there without seeing something you're like, "Oh, I kind of I kind of want that really bad." When the good news is, when you want that really bad, you enter code HMT at checkout, you get yourself 13% off your order. And, uh, and then they'll send you a coupon probably, uh, for maybe even a little bit more off your next order. So check them out, enter HMT at checkout. It helps us out. It helps them out. And you're going to be wearing a fucking super cool shirt, uh, of, I don't know, chud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also, if you're listening to these commercials, you should know that you do not have to, if you head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash horror movie talk you can support us monetarily, but you don't just support us. You get access to a bunch of fucking content. You get early access to shows, depending on the level of patronage that you signed up for. You get after pods, which is a whole nother podcast that we keep, uh, that we just leave the mics running after this and, uh, and we talk about our lives. And then we also have like Patreon only exclusive reviews like cabin in the woods, brain dead or, um, uh, you know, dead, dead alive. alive, and then also basket case. So far, I'm not sure sure what we're gonna do for this month. Maybe. Yeah,
1: we need to. Uh, I, I had an maybe idea. Our, maybe I our had money. an idea for one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, and of course, you can support us by uh, buying stuff from our shop. We got shirts. We got stickers. We got coasters. We got magnets. We got all kinds of fucking crap. Head on over there, buy stuff, and of course, check out our resident artist, Mister Dustin Goble, who is a professional artist who fucks so hard he also takes commissions for artwork from horror movie talk fans so if you contact him at d 0 zero zero that's at d g o e b e l zero zero on instagram you can support him view all of his art he's uh big congratulations to dustin he gave me he shot me a text yesterday he's He's going to be starting a new job at a very, very cool place. So uh, so congratulations to Dustin. Head on over to his Instagram and uh, and tell him congratulations. Again, you can get a hold of the show by calling us at 682-253-4468. Thanks again for listening, and let's get into Spoilers. <music> So first of all, we got we got the opening sequence, mm-hmm. which starts us out with some kids that we don't get to see or mm-hmm. know anything about. We don't get to see. We don't see their face. A, their face. But one of them's good and one of them's bad. And this is shown to us by the fact that the parents have to strap one of the kids into a high chair like Really violently strap them mm-hmm. in. There's blood. And, and violence I still gets a scratch in. And he still gets yeah, he still scratches mom. She's like, You little bitch. I like, Jesus. Jesus Christ, Mom.
3: Slaps the shit out of him too.
0: Yeah. yeah it's um <laughs> the movie starts out heavy in abuse. Mm-hmm. Um and this this kind of works its way into the rest of the movie in one of these extraneous things that bothers me a little bit, which is you got the good guys and the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. And our good guys have a good twin and a bad twin, and our bad guys have a good twin and a bad twin. Okay, so are we supposed to be guessing that the good that maybe these
2: mm-hmm.
0: these uh, these kids at the start are the good guys? I, I
3: don't
0: know. See, now I feel like Bryce must feel, which is just like. Just stared at by me. Just like, you're being too nitpicky, because now Bryce is just just <laughs> staring at me for just like, okay, let's hear what he has to say about this dumb shit. Yeah, I mean it's that's
1: as complicated as, as they go with it. They don't really I mean, the only device they use is like, well, which you you have the idea that maybe there's a twin that's good and a twin that's bad, and then you're guessing which one is which and it's kind of obvious, like if you've ever seen a movie before, what's going to happen, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a plot device. Yeah, it's kind it of is, a, it is what it is. It's
0: a kind of a non-starter. But this movie immediately betrays its its time uh, by playing new metal. New metal. <laughs> we got Deftones. We got Disturbed. There's another one in there somewhere. Um, I was gonna. Marilyn since, Manson is played at one point. I since think. you're a huge fan of metal, what's your opinion of new metal? In the I have a very unpopular opinion of new metal. And the the, the normal way to do if you're a metalhead is to bag on new metal it's be like, "Oh, that's the shittiest." But, um, but you know, I I uh, I was in you know seventh or eighth grade. When I went to my first concert and it was Slayer and Slipknot, Nazi. and I was there for Slipknot, uh, and uh, and you know, Corn and Slipknot and Deftones, all of them, I like them. I I I think they did a lot for um for the sound. You know, it was a different sound. It was kind of a, they brought metal into the, the popular culture, and that was that was kind of cool. I don't have a problem with it. Were you ever kind of a, a metal fan, Max?
3: uh no i mean i listened to a bunch of stuff but i never went to any metal concerts but uh i I don't mind it i think this movie everyone's gonna know what time period it's made they definitely don't try to make it um timeless so i don't think they're worried too much about playing playing older metal or 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 whatever they're gonna kind of stick in there because obviously we talked about the technology and who's in it just totally gives it away
0: yeah it's a this this movie has a strong like if you're If you're a kid of the 90s or the the aughts, then this has a strong amount of nostalgia vibes, which I think is probably why it got voted. I mean, look, every month we have a vote with our patrons to see which movie we're going to review. And normally it's kind of close, but House of Wax just – Everybody voted everyone for it. was like, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. And so uh, I, I didn't quite understand it, but obviously there's some underground love for this movie. And I bet a lot. of See,
1: it I always really. think I, I can never gauge. I feel like this movie was ragged upon and that no one liked it. But I'm not sure. Like, is there a lot of nostalgia? Is there a lot of love for House of Wax?
3: Definitely growing. I mean, I was looking before we were on the episode, Rotten Tomato, 26% and uh, 4.2 on IMDb. So it's definitely, I guess, maybe like a cult because people think it's bad. Or like you said, there's some nostalgia factor there with, with Paris Hilton and, and kind of everything going on with the film. But I feel like it's only gotten better because I think that those are kind of harsh uh Levels of criticism for for the film, but yeah. maybe they go with it's too formulaic in, in in nature. With here's the kids, here's the bad guy, here's you know a, a creepy town, and start picking everyone off. So not not too original, but I don't. I think a lot of us horror fans, you know, we're kind of like that stuff. It's comfort food to us.
0: But not only that, it's a really cool premise. Like like this town is is a town of people who have been murdered and then covered in wax Mm -hmm. and then and 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 in the in the case of the actual house of wax um the whole thing is made of wax like yeah it sounds goofy but it's executed in a pretty practical and real looking way and Mm -hmm. i don't know i think it it's a really cool interesting concept of like oh here's some wax obsessed fucking hillbillies like (laughs) like it's like the hills have eyes with if, wax. If they had a really specific skill hobby, you know, like <laughs> really specific, you know. Uh so and, and one of the things I kept thinking about was like how the fuck are they getting all this wax? <laughs> Where's all the wax coming from? Right. I don't know. Right. It's, it's, it's a dumb. It's a, it's all kind of
1: their real talent comes from beekeeping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. How do bees
1: make make wax? Well, they probably poop it out or something. Ew. <laughs> I don't, yeah, where where do you get wax from?
0: Ew, David. Is
1: it just rendered fat? Maybe that's what. No, no, it's not rendered. You're rendered fat. from something. Yeah, well,
0: wax. Maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking naturally occurring wax. No, sources you can and make. I can't think of any. No, you can
1: make tallow wax candles. That's what they used to do in the pioneer times. What's that? Tallow is beef fat that's been rendered. Asshole. You said,
0: what? <laughs> yeah. Man, you're coming at me with a lot of disdain for somebody who doesn't know anything about wax. Apparently more than you do. Yeah. No, I'm saying I don't know anything about wax. It's just like there's a lot of energy behind it.
3: All right. I'm an expert now. I just Googled it. It comes from petroleum. as a byproduct when it's created when crude oil is refined. So they had a gas station there, so could be hmm. doing, doing something there.
0: Little known B-fact. Bee they've been... <laughs> They've been mining the earth for petroleum for ages. (laughs) (laughs) They just have a different bent. You know, they're like...
1: Each of our ears have a little petroleum factory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Texas tea. Um, (laughs) So these kids, they go camping. They head out to the woods. It's established that uh, we got a bad boy in our midst. And he's the bad twin. He's the baddest boy. He's the baddest boy. What, uh, uh, what's what's the, the, the young lad that plays him? Is it Chad Michael Murray?
1: Yeah. Uh, that name feels... That's like the... Stagiest the name. The most... Feels like I should know who that is. Yeah. Name. Ever. Chad Michael Murray. That feels like instantly recognizable. And then mm-hmm. he's not in anything.
3: He's not. It's, it's the TV. He did, uh, One Tree Hill for. Ten years, and then he was also in uh, in Gilmore Girls for a little bit. I, I watched One Tree hole when I was like in middle school, so I watched a little bit of it there. But kind of a girls' show, and he's known as like you know the hot bad boy. Maybe
1: it's from Gilmore Girls. I know Gilmore Girls is really popular, and might be I just heard it in the Zeitgeist or something. But unbelievably, I've never seen popular. him in anything.
0: Unbelievably popular. But then we have our, uh, our our other big name, which is Alicia Cuthbert, not to be c- confused with Eliza Dushku, although kind of be. To be confused with Elijah Dushka. Mm, oh, and oh. she's and she's the twin of the bad boy, right? Um, Chad and Michael
1: I Martin. knew her from Twenty Four. Yeah, I, she I, was she was a uh, Jack's daughter.
0: I never watched Twenty Four.
1: Yeah, we started to watch. Aaron wanted to go through it again uh. to watch Twenty Four. I just I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I got through like four episodes. I'm like, oh, this is such a
0: sounds like watching Lost for a second time. It's like, okay, but why? <laughs> well she just did that too. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I oh. thought you said you were watching Lost. Uh You told you told yeah, me to we, create a separate account so that right,
3: right. it wasn't yes. spoiled for we, you.
0: Yeah, I right. I started one episode and I was like Oh, this is fucking garbage. Like, I just just turned it right back off. I, I was like, I got two episodes in or something like that. And I was like, I can't do this. I don't know. Um. So, so this, this, this group of kids who's camping out in the woods, Um, as one of the girls is pooping, they notice a really bad smell. And they're all confused about it. They're like, where's this horrible smell coming from? It's like, well, you were just pooping. Um. But I don't. Was she is, going, that, is that right? Was she going
1: pee? I mean, she was peeing later, like the next morning.
0: Oh, But yeah. they smelled
1: the smell when they got there.
0: That's right. That's right. Hey, I'm I just, like
1: your version better, though. That would have been. Better. Like
0: everybody being like.
1: <laughs> what is that smell? And then the girl just like getting a flop sweat. I don't know. Could be anything. There's probably some killers out in the woods or something. <laughs>
0: Smells like a pile of dead animals. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad to me. Which uh yeah, spoilers, it, it ends up being a gigantic pit of dead animals that mm-hmm. we learn when uh Cuthbert falls herself into it. Mm-hmm. And uh and it's a pretty effective scene. Like I think about and it's well explained too. Like okay, so here's this rogue kill collector guy, Hillbilly, mm-hmm. who for his job, God bless him. You know, we need these people. We do. Mm-hmm. Uh You don't want roadkill just sitting around on the road all the time. And so what he does is he picks up roadkill, tosses it in, in a heap, and she falls in this heap, very unfortunately.
1: Usually when your job is to collect roadkill, you have, like, an official truck to go about it. You know, if you're actually getting— No. I mean— so,
3: who who pays him?
1: Yeah, who pays him? Is he paid for this,
0: or is this just a hobby? It's probably the D, the DOT, right, the Department of Transportation. Yeah, but
1: what do you what does he do? Take it to like a pit, a trading post, and be like, I got this many, <laughs> I got this many cargos today, and they're like, all right, well, you get this many ducats, and then he goes and dumps them. Like, usually, he's these,
3: probably sal- He's probably salaried.
0: There you go. Right <laughs> would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> A union man.
3: Uh He used it to buy the petroleum to make the wax.
0: (laughs) No, he's he's no. This is a lot of forethought on his part. He's using the pit to make the petroleum.
3: Mm. There you go. There we go.
0: (laughs) Time and pressure. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, oh boy. So I just had something in it, and it and it left me suddenly. But
1: oh yeah, we skipped over the part where the menacing truck was looking at their camp in the night and shining their headlights on them. They are not saying anything
0: brazenly dickish to this, to this menacing truck that shows up. Let me tell you, if you go camping in the, and, and somebody in the middle of the night rolls up on you with pointing their, their lights at you and they Mm -hmm. got a big hillbilly truck, man, don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with them. This is so basic. Like, first of all, you're going to be upset. Like, I mean, I, I'm pretty upset about these kind of things. And, uh, and second of all, just, just don't prove yourself aggressive towards their truck.
3: <laughs> Especially if you don't have a gun, because you know they probably do. <laughs> oh, they
0: definitely do. They've got a whole rack of them. Yeah, a g- whole rack, a gun to necessitate a rack.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so uh, they spend the night, they have a the time, they're partying, and they then they find the pit. But the reason they find the pit is because they're one of their trucks won't start their car won't uh-huh. start they need their the timing belt went out or something like this and so they they're they're walking through the woods to find a, a town nearby where they can refit their car with a with a timing belt or something mm-hmm. of this of this variety and uh and along the way they fall into a pit and then oh hey what a what a hey ho what a uh What a fortunate turn of events. This hillbilly with a truck uh, who collects dead bodies is is here, and he's very menacing. And let's take a ride in his truck with him to, you know, he's going to take us to town. Well... His name is Red. Red Herring. (laughs) Hmm. And, yeah, right. Red Herring. He had such obvious Red Herring vibes that I was like, not only is this, you know, a Red Herring, but this is going to be the guy who saves them in the end
1: it's and the moral to the story is it doesn't matter how nice you are if you're ugly people will still be suspicious of you and think you're going to
0: kill them well it didn't help that he smelled like dead bodies well you know if you're going to nitpick everything well, that's, i guess yeah that's true do you have any uh, do you have any in the woods stories max you got any good like experiences from like camping around or anything like that <sighs>
3: No, we were pretty growing up, pretty uh, boring, and like go to actual campsites where it was pretty just you know, oh safe, like a, uh, yeah, safe. You have a <laughs> you have a number, you go there. There's like a place with showers and toilets and all that good stuff. So uh, we we stayed on the uh, beaten path.
0: <laughs> okay, I uh, I actually fun fun fact. I actually so when I was working for the Forest Service, I met a, and befriended a a man who was a little bit older than me who uh, lived off the grid completely would and would, uh, and would uh, n- n- what do you call it uh, He pick he, up dead carcasses yeah, he animals pick, right he'd pick up dead car- carcasses and eat them he would uh, go and gra- <laughs> grab rogue kill as long as it was fresh it had to be you know he could tell how how recent the kill was feel how that. warm it is and uh, and then he would uh, he would eat them and he, he told me that uh, you know he appeared healthy so I mean, you know, why not? Meat's meat, right? No, you don't want to. You don't want to be wasteful. So they get these strong, uh, creepy vibes from Mister Red Herringman, Man, and they insist in getting out. But really, they just get out r- almost right at the end, right. Um, right where he's taking them to, which is this very small, quaint little town. The, and this is in set in Baton Rouge, I believe, in Louisiana. Um, and this, where it never gets hot enough to melt wax, never. This is a special kind of wax. Did you know wax is a petroleum byproduct? Um, <laughs> so, so they get to this town. There seems to be like one guy in this town. Uh, it's just one guy and one woman in a window. Right, one guy and one woman in a window, and uh, and this guy's like, "Look, somebody just died. I'm doing a service in here." He's kind of pissed off at him. But he's like, you know, later I'll help you out. We'll get we'll get you sorted. We'll get your timing ball. So like, you know, hang out. (laughs) And so they go walking around the town and they stumble into this house of wax. And it's it's like
1: I don't know if you if you ever go to the coast, you see about a billion signs for Ripley's Believe It or Not. And like the undersea gardens for
0: in Newport. Yeah. Have you ever done the undersea gardens thing? Yes, once, and you don't remember uh, it's I
1: gotta... it's kind of just like an aquarium kind of it's not that impressive
0: oh, they don't go anywhere it's like a glass bottom boat no kind of it's thing? Just, yeah, it's
1: just you walk down and it's kind of
0: an aquarium oh where where do you live max <laughs> uh
3: I, I live in uh, D- outside of Dallas,
0: oh, okay, and uh, I was
3: actually uh, b- born and raised in Seattle though, so not too far away from you guys
0: oh wow, cool. okay. Do you, uh so you must remember uh Jake the Alligator Man.
3: No, I didn't ever see oh, him. Oh man,
0: from uh it, from Long Beach. Yeah, but Long Beach, Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean do
1: you I feel like everyone's has this yeah. like kind of podunk town that really really pushes their you know, oddity museum. Yeah, tour like the thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, In in Texas it's Probably the little, the little gas station that was that, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was filled in. You know, oh there?
3: yeah. Sure. I haven't been there. It's on my list though.
0: Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool to visit. I, uh, I would, I would love to go through there. Um, so, uh, you know, we get, we get these little, these little clips of a wax artist who's working in private underneath the, I assume the house of wax and, uh, and eventually our pastor or whoever this dude is that lives in the town comes back and he's, he sorts them out. He's like, let's go to my house. We'll, ch- we'll, you know, we'll get you sorted out. And, um, Chad, Michael Murray does the, the dumbest fucking, like he's, he, <sighs> I I'm I'm out of words. Like he walks into this dude's house and and instead of going to the bathroom like he says he needs to, he starts playing around with animal fetuses and jars and shit. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> who's this brazen?
3: It's great though. He's like, the, <laughs> he's like <laughs> the the setup before that is even worse. He goes, "Oh, I don't have this timing belt in my garage, but I got one up at my house. So come up to my house." Yeah. That was mm-hmm. the setup even before then, so it's yeah. like, you know, not have to kind of follow their logic. And also the thing that comes to my mind is why do you have such an elaborate ruse to just kill someone? Like, why not when they come in the funeral home, you just shoot Chad Michael Murray in the leg and then just tie him up and, and, you know, off him instead they have like all these lights and like, you know, movement things and like home alone setups to make it look like someone's living there. It's crazy. It's
0: a good point. You're they're already in your spider web. This is a completely deserted town. You've got the whole thing rigged. You you could, you could do anything you want
1: i think what it is is you put all this effort into creating wax sculptures of all these dead people you want people to see them you want them to be appreciated a yeah. little bit I want people to <laughs> walk through the town and be like "oh look that's uh...
0: i mean the real answer is psychopathic serial killers love toying with their prey right and this is like yep. the ultimate fuck of like of like watching them discover your your like macabre f- fucking invention of of like, oh, my God, these are actually a b- bunch of people who are coated in wax while still alive. And that that was actually a pretty cool um, reveal, which was when uh, Chad Michael Murray gets um, or no, was it no, it's the it's, it's the it's the other friend. Guy. Yeah, it's, the, it's friend. the comedic relief guy. Yeah, he gets caught. Um, the, yeah, the, um, the jester gets caught. No, 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 it's her boyfriend.
3: Yeah, the jester gets his head cut off. It's the guy from Supernatural who gets caught.
0: Oh, my apologies. Yeah, it's the, it's, um,
1: Alicia Cuthbert's boyfriend.
0: Right. Yeah, he, he gets sat, he gets basically, um, injected with something, some paralytic sort of, uh, serum. Well, he gets his tendon, his Achilles
1: tendon cut, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, ultimately, like he's kept very still and and like mm-hmm. very painstakingly put in this sitting position, uh, which is later revealed to be he's going to be the piano player. Mm-hmm. Like so he's going to be a, a wax, And then and then he's in this big shower that shoots out hot wax and uh, and it coats him in wax. And then he's left alive in the wax. It's kind of a cool uh, a cool reveal that I, I appreciated. And, and there are parts of this movie where it just, it, it like pulls you back. It, it like lets you go out on this leash and at some point you're kind of like, God damn it, this is... Mm-hmm. And then it'll pull you back and be like, yeah, but look at this cool shit. And you're like, oh yeah. This yeah, that's of... why I like,
1: I kind of like the pacing of it. Because, yeah, like you said, it lets you lets you out on the line and then pulls you back in because... It has a good reason for more people to be in danger, like kind
0: of like a drip feed. Yeah, of rubes. A drip feed of rubes. Yeah, the, the and then the movie really kind of takes a turn when he's got uh, Cuthbert locked up in basically the sewer. And she's like, she's trying to sit, yeah. and he's having a conversation <laughs> with, with her, her brother, brother yeah. uh, out on the street. And she's trying to signal to her brother by putting her finger up through the up through the grate, and and he just really naturally calmly like gets down with his parasite cutters, and he just snips off the tip of her finger. <laughs> That's so great! like <laughs> that was the,
1: one of the best parts of the movie, and especially. His little smirk right after that like,
0: was so perfect. He was like, <laughs> yeah, that that made me say out loud, oh, my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, because I didn't expect it to to take such a incredibly violent turn so quickly and, and with such casualness, you know, did. Uh, hey, Max, did you see this in theaters?
3: I don't think so. I think I saw it like right when it came out on DVD. Um, I think it released in the like in the summer. And I don't know if I saw it like around maybe like the fall or or winter that time when it came out. But I didn't see it in theaters. What about you guys? I didn't. Did you? It was the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and during that same sequence where her finger gets cut off, like right beforehand, he's like, we got to keep you quiet. And so how are we going to do that? We're going to put what's it called? Super glue. Super glue on your lips. Mm -hmm. And just he just blows. He leans
1: in. It looks like he's going to kiss her. Like, really creepily, and then he just starts blowing, which somehow is more creepy.
0: Oh, much more <laughs> yeah. creepy. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, don't blow. Because all I could think of is, like, oh, if that were me, it'd be, like, stank coffee breath. Just like, <laughs> ugh. Um, so, yeah, and she has to, like, rip her lips open. Like all of the skin has to come off of her lips for her to be able to scream, and so her mm-hmm. her brother can uh, can realize that something is amiss. So at this
1: point, we've seen like the the main bad guy, which is like the the guy from the um from the church mm-hmm. that like acts like he's nice, and then you know takes him, and then we also see when her boyfriend is being waxened um that it's this person in a mask that looks a lot like um oh shoot the guy from the room
0: um the guy from the room help me out oh
1: hi mark oh hi mark
0: <laughs> i can't remember his
1: name is uh god damn it uh, yeah the uh it's not Greg Nicotero, but it's the other guy. Um, yes,
0: uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember his name either.
1: I'll look Tommy up. Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's like. Man. Thank you, man. <laughs> the other guy is Tommy Wiseau, obviously with a a wax mask, which isn't probably that far from Tommy Wiseau, to be honest. Um, and he's like, "Oh hi, Mark. Oh uh-huh, hi, Mark." And then he turns him into wax. I and just, so we have these two characters, and I assumed. That it was the same person. I thought that was going to be the turn. Was that like... You never see them both in the same spot. Mm. And like the the way they play with like the cutting cutting between scenes. Like mm. I could... I could think that it would be the same person. Just like he puts a mask on or something because he's crazy.
0: See, and, I, uh, I I caught on
1: to a few... Because the- I, I also... I, I assumed that the hillbilly with the truck and the roadkill was one of the brothers. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I always I, assumed he was like the good one. That's ugly. Yeah. So you don't trust him. But the good looking one that acts nice is the evil one. Right. I thought that's what it was. I thought that was so obvious and then brings in Tommy was and it just shakes it all up.
0: Yeah. So my guess at the start of the movie or, at, you know, as things were revealed was, the red herring was going to save them in the end um i th- and right, I, I thought that too. I could tell that there were two different people um two different brothers i, f- I figured they were th- because of the i figured that they were separate because of the um the high chairs that were labeled you know like <laughs> good brother, bad brother <laughs> there was Vincent and some someone else did you have any did you have any like guesses ahead of time on this one Max were you like
3: yeah, I thought it might be the same person too, because the way they the way they cut it when I was watching it for the first time, but they do make it kind of confusing, like they're brothers, and we can talk about you know whatever else about it, and then that guy who does the roadkill is their brother, and at the very end of it, they like pan to him, like he might like take over, or well, that's, he's going to be good, yeah. or we don't really know what's what's happening yeah, with him, but it's setting it know, up for I, a
0: sequel, I think.
1: That's that's like yeah, the big we're, we're, reveal. The big reveal is that. There weren't just two brothers; there were three. And it looks at him, and he's got shifty eyes. And you're like, okay, yeah.
0: slow clap. It's Like, okay, yeah, we done now? Um,
1: and basically, that's a bit of information that doesn't matter at all. At all. No. No. <laughs> it's
0: just I. It, you know what it is? It's it's just. And also. That guy was their cousin. You're forgetting <gasps> You're forgetting one thing, chief. Oh yeah, what's that? I filled the balls with a funnel. Um so yeah, I it, but immediately the uh, the thing I thought when I saw the killer was, "Oh, is that Joey This is a, just a metalhead reference, so you guys just mm-hmm. sit there quietly. Uh, is that Joey Jordanson from Slipknot? The drummer of Slipknot?" Okay, good job. Mm-hmm. You did you did your part. <laughs> um turns out That uh, that the brothers, the bad guy brothers were Siamese twins and uh, they were, uh, you know, one of them came away uh, mutilated in the face and the other was left extremely handsome. Uh, Yeah. For. See, that's the other thing is that the setup, the very
1: first scene establishes good versus bad brother. And so you assume. That the good brother wouldn't be complicit in murdering people and <laughs> turning them into wax. But no, he's he's bad.
0: It's a dynamic, you know, we gotta compare the good set of twins to the bad set of I guess twins to like really the, make them come up. what pop. they do try to get through
1: is that they make it seem like the the bad brother is convincing Vincent, the the uh wax the good guy brother. the good brother, quote unquote that this is what mother would have wanted, you know? Right. So he's like using Vincent to murder people. if that's what mom would want. I guess
0: seemed, I mean, mom seemed pretty unstable. Yeah. They established that she smokes. So she's evil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then also that she hits her kids, which is also, I mean, that's kind of evil. It's not smoking level evil. Right. It's pretty bad. Um, Smokes I around mean, kids.
1: Who among us hasn't hit our kids so hard that they fall out of their high chair?
3: Oof. <laughs> yeah, who? Max? <laughs> Help us. No, I'm not, not not laughing at that one. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: um, so at some point, P- uh, Paris Hilton gets gets a a lance or a piece of metal just tossed right through her eye. I was so excited by this. By oh,
1: this wow. by this. Episode and our next movie that we're going to review because it confirms two of the biggest arguments we've had on the show, and this one confirms spears are better than bats.
0: Uh, except that this was a three foot piece of metal, so
1: yeah, you like it's a professional looks like a bat javelin. to me, Bryce.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a javelin that right through her mouth.
1: Well, okay, let's let's just break this down. Paris Hilton is hiding in a car she's got a sharpened mm. metal tube which is long enough to reach across the car and stab the guy in the face mm.
0: and um, yet she dies <laughs> that's weird well she's really weird she uh, well how boy, does she, she how, how does she die david oh he throws a piece of 3 foot long you know bat length metal through her head Oh, he throws the spear that she used
1: on him because she left it behind? Wow, that's a really good weapon.
0: Uh, That sounds like Not
1: only is is it good for melee, but for distance.
0: (laughs) If it were... Yeah, if it were a six-foot-long spear, that would be something. But it's the length of a bat. Now let's compare it. They also have
1: a bat in this movie. And how does that turn out? I don't remember. As long as... Okay, so... So so
0: Paris Hilton gets murdered by a bat length thing that she was using to,
1: uh, anyway she she got a shot off and it was successful from a distance wasn't that successful she died in the end and well, that's what we're concerned about it's not my fault that she dropped the best weapon she could have used if
0: you're gonna make a point and make it a good one that's all
1: I'm I, saying I'm saying okay and then in analysis we see Alicia uh, Cuthbert hiding underneath like a pool table or whatever and what weapon does she have I don't a pool a cue, a bat. Oh. How useless is that bat in close quarters? Well, I,
0: very. I, I would hate to. Point. She couldn't. She You're couldn't kind of prove my point here. Didn't she make it out alive? Oh dear! And Paris died. Max, what do you think? Is it bat or spear that <laughs> it would bring to a zombie it, fight?
3: If If it was, I would do machete, but I would, it would take Ooh. Negan's bat second. But um, wait, I once you guys.
0: Guys are so What's, ne- What's Negan's bat?
3: It's wrapped from in... Walking, Walking Dead, where it's wrapped in barbed wire. So then it's like you know, you get some of the, the pokiness to it. Yeah, that
0: sounds good. I I like the cut of your jib, Max. I think you know, go check out. <laughs> you guys, I... go go check out Screaming Cinema Podcast. Uh, they're good <laughs> good friends of the show. We uh... I can't understand
1: how people don't appreciate Spears. Like she got him. If Alicia Cuthbert had a spear, she could have stabbed him. In the tendon, just like her boyfriend was killed. She could have, like, got him in a distance. And then later, she attacks him with a bat, running up to him, and he easily defeats her. The only time where she gets a good swing off is when she completely, like, blindsides him. She She's coming up from behind. So, yeah, as long as you blindside people, bats are a great option because... They she does beat
3: him. She does beat him to death with a bat, doesn't she? Well,
1: yeah, but that's mm. after she she comes up from behind
0: and and knocks him down.
3: Well, couldn't you stab someone in the neck with a spear when blindsiding could, him too?
0: Yeah, you could. It's not fun to see Bryce struggle like this. Let's stop. No, I feel like if we're beating up on him. If with If you were
1: face to face with the person and you had a spear, you could stab him from a distance and not be in danger.
0: Oh, Bryce, look at you. I'm
1: sorry that the vast the thousands of years of history agree with me, but you know David I appreciate you guys' right to be wrong.
2: David
0: such a dick, Dave. Well I mean, you know, um yeah, we'll let the we'll let the we'll let the masses decide, I guess. So I'm sure like the
1: three or four worldwide civilizations when they had the option between using a spear for warfare or, you know, a club
0: Yes. Which is Brice. what a bat is. Uh, okay. Sp- they must have chosen the club, right? A spear is a superior zombie fighting weapon. Thank there you. Go. Okay. There Moving you go, on. Bryce. Thank you. Wow. Finally. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad you finally agree.
0: Yes. Oh Well, I certainly Now
1: agree. you get to be right. All
0: right. <laughs> I... Yes. Yes. So, um, toward the end of the movie, we get to a spot where uh, our ragtag group of survivors... Uh, composed of Chad Michael Murray and his sister Alicia Cuthbert um, end up burning down the House of Wax and this ending sequence is so cool looking in 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 its um, execution and the way the way it all kind of st- everything starts melting right. and and they you know the whole ho- like it's it's all w- very well it's thought a, out it's
2: a
1: great finale like it just visually it's Awesome.
0: Like the time frame of everything, and like, th- and the consistency of the wax is specifically what I really enjoy about this. Things start first. Things start getting kind of a little slippy. You know, first mm-hmm. it's just you're kind of sliding everywhere because, mm-hmm. well, you, you get this outer layer of wax that's just kind of liquefied, and then it really starts becoming like a bog, and staircases are melting, yep. and and it's all doing it around so. The fire starts in the basement, mm-hmm. and it works just like the way a candle, you know, melting mm-hmm. wax works. Mm. It works its way out from from where it where the fire is, and so the last parts of the house to go are the outer edge, so all the walls, all the supporting structure of this wax museum, and the the top floor. So the, everybody, kind of, by virtue of the fact that you need to get away from this sinking pool of Melting mm-hmm. wax. Everybody works their way upstairs. It's... Yeah, which
1: is the worst decision
0: to make, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, go- going upstairs, you mean? Right. Going into the... Oh,
1: we're in a burning building. Quick, go upstairs to the second floor
3: where the fire isn't. They had they had to escape out of the title of the movie, though. That's <laughs> got to be a first of, of a new film. That... The, all... Every part of it was so cool. I was
0: like, God damn. Yeah. Like, the whole sequence of, like, um, her bludgeoning to him to death with a bat... And, uh, you know, really making just really good use of the bat. And then, but not only that, like tearing their, like they push their hands through the, through the exterior wall. And like, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of vaginal. I'll say if (laughs) I
1: got ragged on by, by saying that conjuring three had a vagina on the wall.
0: Were they ragging on you? I thought they were agreeing with you.
1: No, someone was saying like, you must be a sick person to to see that. It's like, okay. did, did you see
3: though the the callback to the Siamese when they when he falls through the floor, he lands on top of yeah. Bo and their heads are connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like it's the same way where they had to cut his face off of it. It's like the perfect little. It took his face. There.
0: Speaking of Conjuring 3, that's uh, what I'm going going to be reviewing with Max over on Screaming Cinema Pod, right?
3: Yep, yep. We're, we're not as quick as you guys with the uh, weekly episodes. We do bi-weekly, so we're, we just kind of, you know, as new horror releases come, we'll do it. We also kind of just shoot the shit at the beginning for like 30 minutes talking about what we've seen and things like that. So feel free to uh, catch up on other movies, uh, if not, or just uh, add thoughts in there. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to go. I'm excited to discuss it again because that was
3: – Well, let's do a preview. What did you guys rate that out of 10? I think
0: we – I think Bryce gave it a seven. I gave
1: it a like a – yeah, I gave it a seven.
0: Yeah, and I gave it like a light seven or a high six.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I was uh, – we, we'll obviously talk about it, but I, I was lower on it just because I got bored, which yeah. I usually don't get in horror movies where you're just like – and I wanted courtroom drama too, but
0: <laughs> – Right. I'll tell you w- w- the one thing that impressed me the hell about it uh, uh, impressed me to hell about it that we didn't discuss on the podcast was do you know I think that's the same director as the cur- the curse of la llorona
3: really yes it is
0: which is fucking mind-boggling to me because the curse of la llorona was so much more boring well
3: it's because the curse it didn't of, have the curse of la llorona those, had... the two star actors that's the main thing like they held that movie together uh in this film if they weren't in it it would just be like the same thing as the standard you know that's true i don't know i, I think the, film.
1: i think it was just the script the script in la Llorona was not as interesting and it didn't like go very far yeah,
0: into it, it it was the whole the the whole movie was the trailer like
3: yeah
0: for la Llorona. but anyway Anyway, so check us out over there. When does when when's that review gonna release, Max? Do you know?
3: That'll be next uh, next Friday, or I guess Friday, since you guys release on.
0: Okay, in two days. Yeah,
3: yeah. There you go. In two days.
0: Perfect. Um. So yeah. Um. At the end, the the bad guys die. The good the bad twins die. The good twins live. And oh, but it is. It's not just twins. It's tri- triplet triplets. Or something? sure sure yeah um it's the uh red herring boy is still left alive and uh oh and the um the cops get there and they're like we didn't even know this town existed wouldn't have known were it not for the billowing plumes of smoke from all that wax mm. um so that's how we got here and knew about this so kind of kind of corny ending but also kind of i mean you know mm-hmm. uh cor- corny tag ending but uh, th- really, the uh, the wax thing, the house fire was a good twenty minutes of awesomeness. Yeah, so, yeah, it was. So I really kind of liked that part. So final recommendations, you guys. You guys have uh, Max. What do you think? Who would you recommend this movie to?
3: Um, I mean, I guess obviously easy one is kind of people who dig the, uh, the two thousands, the gore porn and stuff like that. Like we talked about be a cool double feature with the wrong turn. And then, you know, anyone who just wants to get a dose of that nostalgia.
0: Yeah. Bryce, you got anything to add to that?
1: Yeah. Same. I would put this on a list of like, if you're going through the two thousands.
0: Same there. Same. So uh, with that, let's get into our new game. Bad reviews for good movies.
2: That's hot. 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 That's hot.
0: This is hot. This is hot. So I didn't have any intro music, so that will have to suffice. So if you guys want to, well, no, we'll... I won't say that. Let's <laughs> let's get into bad movie reviews for good horror movies. This is our first edition of this. This is Jaws. So what I do is I just I just hop on to Google and uh, and we just totally disregard critical reviews. So any mm-hmm. critic reviews, blah. that's going to be too good for what we're going for in this bit. So here are a few bad user reviews for one of the most iconic horror movies ever made. Steven Spielberg's 1976 Jaws. 76? Am I, I thinking no that idea. right? I think it's 76. Anyway, Liam W. has to say about Jaws, absolutely awful. Shark was so clearly fake. You expect me to think that this garbage is real? Shark looked too big, thought. It was whale. I would rather eat my kids than watch this movie.
3: That is awesome.
0: Bryce, he'd rather eat his kids <laughs>
1: than watch this movie. And he didn't even say again. It's like, the, I, just, I wish I had eaten my kids, basically.
0: The level of... Okay, the thing that, I, that I'm taking away most from these Bad Room movie reviews is the... You, you listen. The <clears throat> real hatred... <laughs> That people are able to conjure up for these great iconic movies. Did you find some Meg?
3: So- yeah, I'm looking on Letterbox. I don't know if you guys are on that. It's like you kind of you, you like track your own movies there. Yeah, the worst and most boring movie I've ever seen. The Meg is better than this shit. I don't know why this is a classic. This is a huge piece of garbage.
0: <laughs> here, here's one from. Um, let me see here, Lily F. So a week ago, I was in love with Jaws in the movie and saw it at grandma's house. It was cool and love sharks. So I love animals too. one star.
3: (laughs) I'm actually surprised on the number of half star reviews. There are just people that mad that sharks are villainized. This movie single handedly ruined the shark's reputation. Shit movie. I hate it. This movie is scientifically inaccurate. Sharks aren't just killing machines. I'm passionate about this. Hashtag justice for sharks.
0: Sharks aren't just <laughs> killing machines. Think, let's let's hop. Let's po- toss you into the water with a shark and tell me that it's not a finely crafted killing machine. Um, here, Alyssa M says, "It totally gave sharks a bad reputation. Now people hurt, and now people kill and hunt sharks just because of an entirely fictional movie." <laughs> the only times there are accidents with sharks is when they have low visibility in the water and think we're food or are curious and take a small bite of us, which to us is huge. Okay. <laughs> so when it's just an accident, it's just an, it's just accidental. And you know, to them, a small accident for us is huge, but to them it's small. So that makes up for it. And you know, you know, you just, you know, it is just, Fuck Jaws. Here's another one from, <laughs> from Grayson Tricky. This movie relies on kids getting nightmares, getting eaten by fake sharks, and blood everywhere. This is not a good movie for kids. It is not good for the environment. I've got some pulled up here now. Do it um,
1: from Yukun nine months ago. Full of communicate, full of communication, boring movie and not suspenseful. Four thumbs down
0: of
3: communication. Just wait for this one. A stunning technical and formal accomplishment. That said, its opening sequence is inexcusable. I find it perverse to indulge or stoke the viewer's base misogyny by allowing him to access the POV of a predator as it dismembers and devours a nude woman. Although hmm. some Abrahamic retribution for her unfettered uh, puriance and immodesty. <laughs>
0: wow. All right. I know exactly who that person is. I, that's, that's That's the most telling review I can... I can muster. (laughs) This is great. From uh, Jason Gregg a year ago.
1: The shark looks horrible, acting is bad, but good movie.
0: (laughs) This is the thing you will find when you (laughs) you go real low for good movies, when you look at the shitty reviews for good movies. You can tell he not read card good. Right. You know, uh, some of these are. okay. so here's one. Uh, Trey R says this movie is too terrifying for kids and some teenagers around. This movie should be banned. Down thumbs seven times.
3: <laughs> this person says why isn't the shark CG is a Hitchcock ripoff? Also John Williams score is shit.
0: <laughs> okay, wait. What? okay. The, I, the I mean obviously of, some
1: of these are trolls. The amount of yeah. things
0: that are wrong with that review, why isn't this this nineteen seventy six shark CG also look, John
2: Williams? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is soundtrack is shit. The most iconic. This is more iconic than Star Wars. Yep. And and we're calling the soundtrack shit. I don't think so. But everybody has their opinions. This
1: one's simple from Gabriel Cardenas. This
0: film makes me literally want to fart. (laughs) Uh, Here's one from Luke H. It has no skill like Gianni's. It is the second best shark movie, right after the Sharknado franchise. (laughs) Um, this one
1: from yeah, Madison. you can tell the trolls though. Yeah, it's,
3: some of them are
1: <laughs> like, yeah, they fall into like people that are offended by it, people that are trolling, and then people that are not retired. right. Mm-hmm. Well, here's here's the one from Madison Estes. Sharks are submart.
0: Shark was to eat people. Oh. <laughs> Oh, did you know? Yeah. I saw this. I saw on uh, this. I saw on Reddit and it's just bears repeating. There's someone on earth who's dumber than everyone else. There's (laughs) one person on the planet. Who's the dumbest person. And some of them wrote these reviews. David C says, I know the film is widely recognized and loved, but I fail to see what is so scary about it. You hardly see the shark. The movie is not by definition, a horror film, Bryce. It is more like an animal adventure action film. Did not personally do too too much to me. Mm. Uh, Kareem uh, says, I was about to freaking throw up and stop watching it, but it was already 9.54 p.m. And I knew if I were to stop the movie, we would go to bed. So I kept watching it and I hated it. One star. (laughs) (laughs) wow there's a lot of reviews that call it porn that that just straight up say i saw boobs this is porn i don't know what that means necessarily but there's some weird energy around it no
1: i i get it grew up in a conservative place and you realize i i know that like my mother-in-law can watch just a fantastic movie like one of the Best movies in the world. And lose they, list. And if they say shit once, I'm like, oh well, it just ruined it. That it just ruined. It. Why did they have to use that word? They didn't have to do that.
0: Have you ever heard her say it? Yes, I've heard her say exactly that. Huh. No, 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 no. Have you heard her say the word shit? Oh no! Like I- never, in exclamation. Never, never, never. Uh, Logan says, "Average movie. I wanted an alien flying a bike, but no dice." <laughs>
3: <laughs> man I was looking on these there's one that says it's his second worst movie behind uh, only E.T. <laughs> and then someone else says Spielberg wanted to train shark but the executives MGM refused apparently they thought Lynch, letting a bunch of child actors into open water with a great white was a bad idea cowards cowards <laughs>
0: Uh, this one says the film is good, but I can't rate it high because of the harm it has done to the oceans. After Jaws came out, shark populations have started to die out. Doesn't that just prove how good the movie was? I mean, you can be mad about what happened to sharks, but is the movie responsible for it? I'm sure all those people
1: in Asian countries eating shark fin soup are doing it because of Jaws.
0: Yeah, the Meg touches on that a little bit. Have you seen the Meg, Max? Yeah. And what did you think of it?
3: If you turn your brain off, it's fun.
0: It's, that's exactly, yeah. If you turn your brain off, it's fun. They, they have some, it's a very Chinese feeling made for China movie to me, but, um, and nothing wrong with that, but it did feel really Melba toast. So with that that's that's our new game that that we got that is bad movie reviews for good movies uh, I would like to thank max from screaming cinema podcast for guesting with us today and make sure to go and check him uh, check me out over on his podcast this Friday where we will be reviewing the conjuring the devil made me do it max give yourself a plug
3: yeah thanks for thanks for the plug man that's such a fun bit too I love that <laughs> Especially for 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 good movies, it's just always fun to have a laugh at it. We actually randomly read a bad review for uh, Quiet Place Part Two, and it was just talking about how it was just uh, cisgendered white men saving the day for everyone, and it was just like a half star. So check check out some more bad reviews on on good movies and keep up that segment. It's definitely fun, but you can find the the podcast uh, anywhere on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of that. Uh, just search Screaming Cinema Podcast or follow our social medias at scream cinema pod. And thanks for having me on. It was fun guys.
0: Thanks man. Yeah. Thank you. And with that, thanks to Dustin for being a super cool dude and for producing all of our artwork. Uh, as always go and check him out at D 0 That's at D G O E b e l 00 on Instagram. And uh, you know if you'd like to support the show but don't have the ability to do so monetarily, that's no big deal. You can uh, first of all, you can click through our Amazon link on our website that gives us a couple of, a couple of ducats for every purchase you make and then also just sharing it with a friend is is really helpful rating us reviewing us sharing us with a friend it really 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 helps us grow so you know actually do it that would be super cool of you and we appreciate you very much and as always if you'd like to get a hold of the show do so by calling 682-253-4468 we love
2: you all have a great week Bye. bye Looking for a podcast? Full of burps and gas? Perverted casts, Skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny. Begs to donate money. Fake sponsors for dummies and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper, chopper. Don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids swear not a pedo. Got me too'd with Cosby eating jello. Putting pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Drain attic, attic Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten. Came from social media. social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Can't understand Stab you him. to death for rotten apple reviews. No. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. No. Spook allergy doctor of philosophy. Spook. Bad no. gastritis. Nekrology. No. Turned patreons into human centipedes. No. David no. Duby no. Day. No, no expert, and go with fucks hard, professional sex pert, after pods, taglines, and porno flicks. America psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a type bro. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie, Picasso. Look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo. Got me too'd with Cosby eating jello. putting pops done, gave price. Flatulence. Flatulence. Train addict. Attic Dave doesn't give a Straight shit. Day. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oh Oiling me up, daddy oh is dinner. Robs. Oh Nothing oh oh happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle yeah. to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. They kill on the phone. No Vancouver, Portland, Oregon and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Larona. Green River Killer because... Reasons, hallway of poop monster, kids, screaming. intraordinary, your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30-day shutter and jump scares they fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. Just show one titty, pretty. Paganism you should worship, they teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breath. Shifty ass, they spooky, poor man's digress. Bugsy! HMT Horror oh, Movie Talk Hold on, they do like Halloween. Fuck them! <laughs>